talk to you a little bit about something that I'm going through at the moment, which is uh, the recording process. Some of the things that I think about when I'm listening to my rough tracks or my rough mixes is mastering. Mastering has always been a little bit of a mystery to me. So I uh, I did, I got a little bit of tutelage, uh, one from my uh, producer, Warren Hewitt, who I've been working with, and he's really great at knowing how that stuff works. So I'm giving you a real layman's opinion about it and kind of how I see it from the perspective of what I want as a finished product. Of course, what I want as a finished product is I want to be able to hear this song in a fantastic studio with $80,000 speakers, and I want to hear it in a, in, a, in a Volkswagen, and I want to hear it through my iTunes, and I want to hear it through my crappy little laptop computer. Actually, nothing sounds good through a crappy little laptop computer, so that's not going to work. But, you know, you want to have the sound sound fairly consistent and fairly good on all these different systems. How does that happen? Well, you're going to start out with a great mix, of course, and, and that you're going to work on. But I'm going to focus on what mastering does for you. Uh, typically, what happens is um, you want to make sure you're kind of looking at who your audience is. Most of my audiences, and to be kind of honest with you, like I said, most people now are listening through headphones, a few home stereos, some in the car, mostly through headphones. So I kind of focus on that. One of the things that's used often in mastering is compression. Compression has been kind of uh, compared with, with alcohol. It's sort of a social lubricant. If you have two little of it you everybody kind of looks at their shoes and stares at each other and if you have too much things get kind of crazy so you got to find just enough compression to uh to basically subtly tame those peak volumes and you make all those all the parts sort of fit together so when it's well mastered you don't even know it's well mastered it just sounds great so uh, compression is a big deal in mastering eqing is another big deal in mastering and that really just kind of makes all the frequencies of the song even it cuts out some of the ranges that have too much like a lot of times you'll hear too much bass and it sounds boomy and you can't distinguish it from the from the bass guitar and the and the and the drums and you get these these frequencies that a lot of the instruments share when you're EQing you can separate those frequencies and um, really well EQed masters really translate well and it allows for a whole variety of playback systems so uh, you want to really focus on the EQing some of the other tools that, that some people use in mastering is stereo, uh, enhancing the stereo. They don't like cluttered up uh, stereo, and they like to separate that sound. That's something that, that they'll do. Once you've got a good master, you should be able to take your track anywhere, and it sounds just as good in your old little car stereo as it does in, in, a, in a great home studio. So that's the trick, and that's the test of a good master. Does it sound good everywhere? Because these days your music hopefully is played in all kinds of systems. So I hope that helps you guys out a little bit. It helped me out when I was studying up on it. So if you have any questions, don't forget to send me an email on ronnieleegroup.com. I'd be happy to take your questions and address anything or talk about anything you want. Till next time, it's Ronnie Lee. Bye. Ronnie Lee's Rock Tips. Ronnie Lee's Rock Tips. Play like a girl record.